and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome to The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. Uh, my name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Oh, today, we're going to talk about uh, Restoring Memories, the Ultraman Jeed clip episode, uh, which was episode 13. Which is about time for them to have a clip episode. That is correct. That. That's correct. We have, a thir- we have episode 13 mm-hmm. of, the, uh, of Ultraman Jeed. We watched it on Monday. The podcast crapped out on us because the memory card apparently was full. That's how these things work. It's it does. science. Yeah, yeah, a little technology, guys. And it goes a long way. Unfortunately, not long enough to get us our podcast recorded. Yes. Um, but that's all right. Well, we're going to redo that right now. Um, the episode opens up with Rem and... Not with Rem. Well, Rem's Pega. there. That's right. Rem, Pega, and Riku are in Nebula House right. playing stickball. And from their uh, background show that we've never actually... We saw one episode... Oh, but yeah, a little bit of Dunshine. Dunshine, that's it. And they wanted to be the heroes like Dunshine, so what does Dunshine do? Amazingly, they play baseball. Apparently, he's fighting some sort of baseball demon in that episode. Because he says, oh, I'm going to get you, baseball demon, such and such. And Peg is like, no, you're not going to... You have never seen enough Power Rangers to understand that... I have not. A baseball demon would be, yeah, okay, par for course, great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there is at least, and I'm being conservative, half a dozen episodes of some sort of Toku-related show where there is a baseball, baseball monster, demon. alien, okay. demon, okay. robot, something. Okay. And I believe I'm being very conservative. No, not fairly. Very conservative with these numbers. <laughs> But uh, Rem, of course, plays the uh, the, <coughs> the, Jan, the Jan Brady yeah. and says, Mom always said don't play ball in the house. And as soon as they say that, Riku throws the ball, Pega hits it, it instantly bounces off everything in, right. in the house and hits Rem. Oh, my nose! Exactly. Yeah, so Rem gets a full march of Brady and uh, sparks fly, the lights go out, and they are like, uh-oh. This can't be good. We broke Rem. And then Laya comes in and is like, what's going on? And he's like, uh, I don't know. Rem, are you okay? Right. So Rem boots up again, but has no memory of anything that's going on. Yes. And, oh, quick sidebar. We discovered that Laya's name is Laya. 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 Yes, Laya. Laya. So, surprise to us. Yeah, they actually... First time we noticed it. Right. They said it in a way where we could... Easily points out, okay, that's how you say her name. Oh. Yeah. Because normally when they're saying it in Japanese, we have no idea. Yeah. But she walks in and they just say just her name. Yeah. So there's no way it can be anything else. Yeah, it's really well pronounced. And you're saying, <clears throat> oh. Yeah. We've been doing this wrong for 12 episodes. Exactly. I'm so, so sorry. We're not smart. We don't know Japanese. No, 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 no. Of course not. Um, but they, the three of them decide that the, they're going to tell Rem about... What has, what has happened. happened. And the right. best way to do that, folks, is a clip show. Exactly. Which, I'll give them, knowing, even watching the original Ultraman, there was a clip show. 
Was there? Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't remember. I remember there was a clip show. I don't remember what episode number it was. But now I know that there's going to be a clip show on every show you ever watch. Yeah. Every year there's always a clip show. Yeah. So I get, but I I like how they led into the clip show. Right. You know, I. Yeah, it has a nice framing device. Yeah. So I, I I give them that. You know, it's not a terrible way of getting to it. No. I have a piece of nickel silver stuck in my hand. It hurts very much. I have lead stuck in my hand. Yeah, like so. No, I'll okay. trade your nickel silver for my lead. Would you like that to come out? I have calipers. I can get that out. No, it'll eventually. I have calipers from uh, Harbor Freight, which were ten dollars. Not exactly a precision measuring instrument, but it but will take splinters. Splinters. Out. <laughs> it's a very finely machined surface. It does no, the that's job. Fine. That's fine. So we see from the beginning. Um, Oh, we came, Peg and I came here because our house was destroyed by Skullgamora. And then we see uh, the Skullgamora fight with Ultraman Jeed from the first episode in the lake. Right, and, the, and they also give, and this is where we actually noticed it, they give the original first transformation series. Yeah. And it had to take a good, somewhere between three and four minutes. And we were both sitting there going... Oh, God, I'm glad they cut this down. Yeah, I told you. Because it just takes forever. Yeah, for the first episode, you're like, you're all excited. You're like, okay, oh, this is happening. Now this. Oh, some of this. And some of this. And a little of this. Oh, he says this, does this. Okay, there's some of this. A little more of this. That. And here's Ultraman. Right. And you're like, wow, they really do cut it down. Yeah, I mean, like you said, for the first episode, they give it a full thing. Right. And now... 13th episode, you yeah. said it is. They slowly whittle it down. And, and you didn't, you sort of noticed it. It's still the you go, I go, here we go. Yeah. But it's not the full bore, lengthy transformation scene. Right. And you're going, you know what? I like what they did. Yeah. I like the fact of how they cut it right. just enough so you still get the you go, I go, here we go. Right. But you're not getting the full, oh, God, can we move? I would really like it. If the next Ultraman, which I know isn't going to happen, so this is me wool gathering at the moment. No, you can do it. I'm wishing. I'm wishing. I wish the next one just hit a thing and became Ultraman. Well, that's never going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Like I'd like them to go back to that sort of thing. They're trying to sell the toy. I understand that. I understand that. I know. I know what I'm wishing for is me being an old man. I'm talking about nostalgia of things that I grew up with when they were better, but you know. That's fine. So we well, saw I mean, you have the difference between a ten dollar beta capsule or a hundred dollar little a wand conglomeration of conglomeration. Yeah. You're gonna try to sell a hundred dollars. Sure, nonsense. I get it. It's fine. So, all right, go no, for it. No problemo. So um, we see the, that that first fight, which is really great because it's in the water. Right. That's and still, that was one. That's we still a great fight. Absolutely I mean, is. Absolutely is. And like you said, when we saw it. When we saw the water, we knew it was going to fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really did it well. Yeah, fight. So, yeah, hell of a way to open the series. Exactly. And they, and they knew that. They're like, yeah, we know what we're doing here. That's that's not well, a, a, well done. Yeah. So, we continue to have uh, Rico explain to Ram. Oh, then I become um, ultra. Uh, what's the iron? Uh, oh shoot! Something burning. Oh, solid burning. Solid yes. burning. There you go. He's going to call him Ironmonger Ultraman. <laughs> I'm like, I know that's not right. That's close. That's a Marvel thing. All right. And, uh, sidebar. 
This is white Lexus that keeps driving around our complex. Okay. That's the fourth time that guy's been around. He's probably looking to, I'm thinking real estate. Could be. Real well, estate agent. That unit on the corner. You did mention that is for sale. Five and a quarter. Yeah, that's okay. And the first one is for sale too on this side. Really? For five, yeah. For five even? Yeah. Guys, I don't live in that amazing of an area where $500,000 should buy you a condo. No, no. 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 No, I should have a massive house for that for that kind of money. Well, I mean... By the way, I rent, in yeah. case you're wondering. The, what you're actually paying for is all the upkeep that you don't have to do. Yeah. Now, I'll ask another question. You still have to pay... Uh, a monthly fee? Oh, yes. Open more. Oh, yes, and it's not cheap. I'll ask another question. Do they shovel your driveway, or do you have to? Uh, you have to. Okay. That's not good, then. I I don't have to, because I rent. So a guy comes and... Does it for Whenever him. he shows up is the problem. Uh, so like, so it's usually done anyway. by then, anyway. But that's okay. Um, anyway, back to Ultraman. This uh, episode of Real Estate Podcast was uh, <laughs> sponsored by the Science Patrol. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so... You know, as we progress through, okay, and then I do, uh, I have my uh, my solid burning form, then my um, the Ultraman Cosmos form, which I knew a second ago, but now has escaped me. Yeah, I don't remember. They basically show yeah. all the different things he can become. They show Ultraman Zero and Ultraman. Yeah, because uh, Lento shows up and he's they like they're trying to explain him and then <laughs> he takes that. So I was like. Let me take care of it. You know, and he does the whole hero voice. Yeah. Uh, Acro Smasher. That's Acro it. I knew Smasher. it would show okay. And then Jeet Supreme they show a little bit oh, later. Yeah. The whole no, not Jeet Supreme. It's Zero Supreme or something like that. No, I think it's Jeet Magnificent? Magnificent. Jeet Magnificent. Jeet Magnificent. It is Zero Supreme. Yes. Yeah. So, um, these, they show they, all they're starting to sound more like Taco Bell menu items than they are Ultimate. Yeah. yeah. And you're sitting there going, okay. And I, you know, they're showing all the different things it can become. And hey, kids, go run out and yeah, get yeah, these yeah. costumes. Yeah. So I'm good with that. I, you know, like I said, a clip episode I can deal with every once in a while. Now, if there's, considering this is a 26 episode thing, you're yeah. saying, if there's another clip episode, I don't I'm think not so. Like it. I don't think so. Like X has one like six episodes in and then 12 episodes in, but they're they're marked as like halvesies. They're like half episodes. Okay. See, so, that I can deal with. This was yeah. a full episode, so I don't expect them to do I don't another clip so. episode. I don't think so. I can't wait for Cheesy Gordita Ultraman, personally. <laughs> that's going to be great. I think that's going to be nice for yeah. you. Yeah. God, no. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I want Queso have, Ultraman. Yeah. Triple Queso Ultraman. <laughs> Cheesy Gordita Ultraman. Fourth oh. Meal Ultraman. That's right, sponsored by Taco Bell. That's right. Oh, God. God, that would be great. <laughs> I don't even eat Taco Bell, but I would lie like a rug and tell you I did if they sponsored this podcast. Um, I, Patty, wife loves Taco Bell. Yeah. That's the way I And by that, you mean, God, I love Taco Bell so much. Yeah, yeah, I can't I'm get enough of that. <laughs> I can't get enough cheesy gordita crunch supreme. Whatever the normal stuff that they have. Yeah, I have no idea. It's all the same four ingredients. Just it's a tortilla, it's beans, it's cheese, it's meat. And and, and like three slices of lettuce. Point, lettuce. They use grade D meat. Sure, grade D but edible. It's fine. Basically the cheapest you can get, but it's still edible. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's okay.
okay for human consumption. It's exactly. all right. Don't worry about it. Why are you all so worried about it? But, uh, and if that's not the case, we will be corrected, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. The internet will correct us. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, Rem eventually regains her memory and reveals that she was playing them the whole time. Right. And you said they're going, okay. Which was pretty great, because I didn't see that coming. I figured they literally had to rebuild her memory from the No, start. I, I kind of thought that maybe this was going to happen, but they still did it well enough and still played it off well enough that I wasn't altogether worried about yeah, it. Yeah, like, okay. And then, I know it's a clip episode. Right. And might as well play <coughs> with it. Yeah, and then Lia starts chasing him around. I don't remember why. Oh, he did something to Rem. I think he like hit her on the side, and she purposely made sparks and yeah, 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 yeah. her around some more. Yeah, and fun stuff. Him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're teenagers, or you know, okay, fine, whatever. It was a solid clip episode, guys. Yeah, and I mean, it, <coughs> for sorry, I'm still not feeling great. For what it was, it was fine. You can give it. We need every once. We need. Once a season to have a clip episode. Yeah, I kind of would have liked them to wait a little bit for the clip episode, but I get the past two episodes were the fantastic episodes. Right. So they're doing that as the maybe someone has heard. Oh, you need to see this exactly because it's great. And then you go, oh, well, then I wonder how you could get um, into the series quickly. Yeah, and ta-da! Here you go. Here's everything you need to know to get into in the one series. Uh, fell swoop. Right. It's a beautiful now, thing. What's the title for next week's episode, I'll ask? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, and I don't have it up here. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, Fergus. Um, That's fine. That's fine. Don't know off the top of my head. But I've got two uh, sort of monster minutes. Go ahead. One being for Rem, and uh, the other being for Pega. Okay, because... There's nothing yeah. really, no new monster in this one, so we can Rem go on. stands for Report and Management, is an AI character from Ultraman G. She manages the underground base Nebula House after Riku inherits it. Um, let's see here. Rem was built alongside the underground base by Kei Fukuide. She is also managed by Ultraman Belial during his use of said base before it was deserted sometime later, leaving behind a set of risers, Ultraman capsules, and Ultra Capsule Holder. So Belial <laughs> built the base. That I never... <coughs> yeah, they covered that in the first episode. I missed that. You know what, Zan, for a second, I'm going to go get a lozenge. Hey, guys, Pat learned how to turn off the podcast. I'm good that way. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm back. I have a lozenge. I hope this is better. Um, so, uh, in present day, she surfaces through Utom, which is the little flying ball that floats around. Right, right. And uh, met both uh, Riku and Pega, both of which were rendered homeless from Skullgamora's attack. So she she um, scans Riku and realizes he has He's Belial's DNA. Or Ultra DNA. Doesn't know it's Belial DNA, just Ultra DNA. So she provides him access to the base, and to which she reveals his true nature as an Ultraman. Right. After his second battle with Skullgamora, Pega invites... Rico and Pega both uh, invite Toba uh, Laiha into their base, and due to her information on Little Stars. Right, right. Uh, because Belial's programming sealed its info from Rem's accessibility. Ah, there you go. 
As Rico would fight against monster attacks, Rem assists him searching for valuable information and records the data into her drive. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, fair enough. Um, after Fukuide reveals himself to be the one behind Riku's creation, Rem comes to the conclusion that he is the creator of Nebula House and was the one prepared... That's and he was the one who was for. prepared for Riku's transformation inside. Gotcha. But since Riku is still her current master, she declares his loyalty to him. Okay. So Fair easy enough. enough. Yeah, yeah, easy stuff. Uh, trivia. Rem shares the same traits to Partel from Ultraman Orb, the Origin Saga, in that they are both artificial intelligences that inhabit a robot created slash owned by a villain. Okay. There you go. Okay. Uh, her spherical drone shares its name with a robot from Ultra 7, so that must be Yutam. I guess. I guess. There you go. Uh, and now we will do Pega. Okay. Let's see. Pega is an alien Pegasa, one of the supporting characters of Ultraman Jeet, obviously. He's an alien boy who sought refuge in Riku. He becomes one of the youth supporters. Uh, he usually stays indoors but would use the dark zone to enter Riku's shadow while walking. Right, and they've shown that enough times. The one time he was either holding the, onto or pushing the cart, the cart the and that best, was the best. Man. And he always does stay in shadow, so yeah. you give him that. It's pretty great. Um, at some point, Peg was left homeless and met Riku, and was able to he- who was able to hear his cry, whereas other humans could not. Right, because he's an ultra, yep. and only ultras can hear that pitch. Apparently so. Okay, whatever. He helps Riku stay afloat by having an internal business of creating artificial flowers while taking refuge at his house. Right, right. Which uh, they pointed out the first episode. Right. He sells them for... Five yen a, yeah, his wholesaler is, yeah. uh, pays five yen a piece. Uh, which, again, what I love most about that episode with the little girl in it is he gets her cracking to work immediately on the Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here, make these. Here. Yeah. <laughs> ah, child labor. It's great. Um... Yeah. Uh, although originally timid, Peg is more supportive to Riku's decision as an Ultraman, later on accepting uh, Laia into their base as they christen the new Nebula House. Right. He, of course, has the Dark Zone, standard abilities of all a- alien Pegasus. Uh, the true extent of his intelligence is unknown, but he is presented to be his prodigy. At one point, he claims to be able to fix a refrigerator, though Riku forbids him. We haven't to seen preserve that. his alien nature. The refrigerator? Sure. First episode, because remember the girl comes up and she's got the ice cream? Oh, she's like, right. oh it's, it's all melted. melted. He's right. like, I can fix that. And they're like, no, no, it's okay. Yeah, stay hidden. Stay hidden. Right, right, right. Peg also shows that he is capable of understanding foreign languages after deciphering a letter in Spanish that was sent to late. Right, right. I remember that. I remember Is there that. any trivia about our friend? Yes. Being a juvenile, Peg's eye stalks are shorter and less outstretched, and its eyes are completely circular more than ovular. The yellow portion is also raised more toward the neck than being on the chest. This feature is also a little bit more yellow than past versions. His name shares a similar name as Alien Pega, who is also from Ultra 7, like the Pegasa. His voice actress previously voiced Seiji Hokuto in the Ultraman motion comic. I'm not aware of whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. In Super A's commercial for Blu-ray... For Ultraman and Ultra 7, Pega claimed the first-generation alien Pegasa of the latter series to be his friend, although he has forgotten his name. Uh, This may be hinted that Pega is also a resident of Pegasa City, having fled from its destruction by Ultra Garrison, and then that's how they ended up on Earth. Okay. 
That's interesting. So now the original Pega was an, a monster, but this uh -huh. one has become our friend the, because it's only a teenager. It's a Pegasa, right? I got you. Okay, fair enough. So, all right. Yeah, that'd be like if for all humans. Well, right? it's Superman. But yeah, your name. No, but I'm saying like they they tend to not. They're not super creative with it. Like the original Nebula House in Ultraman X, all the aliens had very. Very simple names simple that you names could figure that, out that, that were just by their yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would be if we were humans, uh, we'd be called Hummy. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oh, by the way, this is for you. <laughs> yeah, we found Sean a picture of Ram pushing the card. It's pretty great. It's great. Um, but yeah, so that that's it for uh, our uh, Ultraman episode. Um, for Ultraman G today, the clip show restoring memories. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it was a nice clip show. Yeah. It was a nice clip show. Does its job. All right. Uh, Does its job. So we're, we're going to be back, guys. Uh, today we're going to record another episode that's going to be a filler episode. So you don't want to tell them that. Sure I do, because it's going to be an Easter egg when they actually hear it. Because ah. you don't know when it's going to come out. I we don't know when it's going to come out. It, we're gonna. We started watching Ultraman the Ultimate Hero. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, guys, let me tell you something. Woo! Hold it for the next one. Uh, it's something else. But, yeah, so that's about it for right now. Um, what else was I going to say? We had some, I had some housekeeping to do, but I don't remember what it is. All right. Uh, information on the contest coming soon, I promise. And that will be that. Sally Forth Science. Patrol. Later, guys. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at ultramanpodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.